in my opinion in the next 3 4 years the payroll professional job would become more of a specialist subject matter expert adapting to technology change management kind of role rather than doing pure payroll operation the mundane sure. the number crunching all of that will go away it will become a very evolved role and if i have to have one piece of input for all these payroll professional today i think they should start investing towards that welcome to the payroll podcast with your host nick day find out what it takes to truly discover what it takes to elevate your career within payroll as we meet with the industry leaders who are shaping the industry for tomorrow hello and welcome back to the payroll podcast my name is nick day ceo of jj recruitment group specialist global payroll recruiters and today i'm super excited to welcome ranga sashadri ceo of global payroll solutions provider niamo to the show now Many of you may already be familiar with Ranga because he's quite an inspirational leader, a true visionary I would say in the world of global payroll. So it's my privilege to welcome Ranga to the show today. For those not familiar, well, Ranga is a craftsman when it comes to building cohesive global teams. He has extensive experience in creating HR and payroll shared service centers for truly global organizations and he's managed large scale HRO service delivery engagements covering operational consulting technology global payroll and process management now at niamo ranga has pioneered and architected the much acclaimed global payroll service model and has helped expand its reach to over 125 countries ranga has been named hro superstar for three consecutive years by hro today and the niamo business is now providing payroll and hro solutions to clients in over 190 countries today we're going to be talking all about global payroll and i can't wait to get started so ranga welcome to the payroll podcast how are you feeling today pretty good uh, nick thank you thank you for having me in the show i'm pretty excited great well it's it's a pleasure to have you here an absolute pleasure let's start with the first question something i ask all of my guests on the show which is a very simple one to begin with what does the word payroll mean to you payroll means uh, joy happy faces currency all of that to me because at the end of the day uh, payroll for me as a payroll professional it means fulfilling payroll promises for so many employees across the globe or in my in, in our sense so many customers we just don't treat uh, a customer as a customer but the customers employees as our customer so for us Uh, making sure it's on time accurate every time so that's what it means i love that i love that i think that's how many people would describe the world of payroll in terms of its importance we've got to be accurate we've got to be on time we've got to look after end user as number one now something before we jump into the uh, the pressing issues that are affecting multinational organizations there was something on your website that i saw that really I wanted to explore in a little bit more detail. It states in nice bold capital letters on your website that a new era is dawning in global payroll. I just wonder if you could tell me a little bit more about what you mean by this and and what is it that's really changed that that's made you sort of make that bold statement on the start of your website. The word global and payroll uh, a yeah. few years back was non-existent, right? So if you take any large corporations, right? If you take global Fortune 1000, global 1000 corporations across the globe, the way global payroll was envisioned was for large countries they had solutions and then for the smaller countries where what we coined the term tail or tail countries where it's less than 1000 employees 
they had a very stitched managed solution uh, there was a provider who would probably if they have are headquartered in us or germany or uk they had a little bit of a sophisticated solution but when it came to the rest of the 20 30 40 50 countries they were present spaghetti no technology spaghetti of systems manual processes compliance was an issue so it was messy in a lot of sense and that's when we realized that if we had to create a single platform to process payroll for every country in the world right the technology could be the solution that people are looking for look we all the founders of the company the employees lot of us come from a very strong technology background right and if there was a problem it could not be your mess for less we realized that we had to fix the problem it should be a technology approach and given that we are a new age company we had the advantage of the newer technology which could solve these issues and hence we created what we call the payroll hyperloop right and that's the new age thing what is the niamos global payroll hyperloop means two things it means single payroll platform for every country that you operate in second thing it means taking payroll from a batch processing to real time right so what we believe is with this hyperloop that we have created we could really take payroll real time for example today payroll is considered a batch you have a cut off on 25 yeah. you have various inputs coming in with our technology solution we really wanted to take it to so real time that if an employee wants to run his own payroll on the 10th of the month for the 9 days that he has worked he should he or she should be able to do it right we really want to take it real time real time right so that's what you're seeing in our website and what i'm talking nick is not a pipe dream you already implemented this kind of a solution in multiple customers we are probably moving more and more closer to that hyperloop where what we call straight through processing or real time processing would be reality with our solution the next 18 to 24 months right wow. so there will be a time when we implement the solution the employee can run this himself can run himself himself or herself can run the payroll real time so that's that's what you're seeing you talked about in the website and that's what i call the netflix moment or the or yeah. the tesla moment where payroll is getting really redefined right and that makes sense and actually it's um it fast forwards a question i had planned later but i think you've already explained it which is you know naimo has a, a payroll hyperloop concept and i wonder if you could tell us more about it but i think you've kind of covered some of that in that explanation it links to that new era now you know i i work in payroll recruitment i speak to providers and payroll managers on a daily basis across all different industries sectors and variables and so on One thing I often hear in the industry is people say look we get lots of global payroll providers but there's no provider that truly gives a total global payroll solution all you know all built in don't need to use external partners all legislations covered it's just a genuinely true global solution now whether that exists now if it doesn't exist now will that exist in the future and is that part of that payroll hyperloop process that you were talking about there is that all linked in it exists now with niamo So let me deconstruct the payroll hyperloop right. and then you will understand why I'm saying it exists right so if we had to really take payroll real time and create a technology solution we realize 
there are multiple parts to payroll one there are and we created this four five different parts to payroll and then stitched them together and created the hyperloop seamlessly right the first part to payroll is the pre payroll right uh, which is all your data interfaces that comes in so because ideally the engine that runs payroll is not going to make any mistake right so it's all about input validating the input and sending the right inputs it's all about otherwise garbage in is garbage out right sure. so we sure. created these so there is a component which is the input validation which is what we call is the pnc which is our payroll uh, global payroll platform integrates with the customers ecosystem in terms of inputs it could be their hris multiple systems gets the input and there are several levels of validation that happens right input validations and all of this through ai ml we train them we we try to validate all the inputs that come in make sure interfaces are working and then that's the first part of the technology stack the second part once the inputs are validated is sent to what we call our own native gross to net engines right so we built these 125 130 countries gross to net engines where the input comes into the engine payroll gets processed right and the third part to this is the output part which is sure. your interfaces to gl finance your payslips uh, your compliance so we have our own compliance tool that ensures that all compliance are filed the records are stored so that's the third part to this and then what happens is once you have these three parts together as part of the global payroll platform then there are ancillaries that is needed for example you need an integration layer which is our own integration layer that integrates with all of the client systems across the countries right okay. so that is one the second is the reporting layer right because it's dashboards and reports and real time so that's our own reporting layer we also have allied systems like your time your absence uh, your employee hub or your hris mini hris please understand nick if i really want to take payroll real time make it fully automated i need to have no parts that is manual and this is not one country this is across 125 150 countries so what we have is not only the payroll system we also have the ancillary systems that are needed for example your time system your absence yeah. system and stuff like that so the whole technology stack goes and sits integrated with the client's technology stack they could have a global hris they could have a mobility system they could have a finance system so it's fully integrated sits in the client's technology stack and thereby creating the true hyperloop and hence answering your question which becomes a fully integrated system that takes care of your inputs does payroll processing does compliance does reporting integrates back into finance systems and others and provides the customer and their employees a seamless technology solution and experience right so that's what we have built and that's what we believe for a long time i believe that global payroll was very manual rudimentary they didn't invent anything new they just kept creating what i call a vendor managed solution so a, a a provider would go and kind of sign up with each country to a partner stitch together and put together a solution right so with we realized that this was not a scalable model this was not a model that could work and 
with the current scenario of so many transformations happening in organizations businesses and stuff like that payroll also had to transform right because at the heart of every organization is employees and the heart of every employee is getting paid on time correctly right so otherwise the kind of dissatisfaction that an employee is can skyrocket right so at the order of every i keep saying at the order of every organization is the employee and at the order of every employee is your pay compensation paying it correctly on time every time and for that i think we have to have an evolved technology solution and that's what we built as an organization credit to you here rangi you managed to articulate what i imagine is an incredibly complex uh, process and you've managed to make it very easily digestible and understandable for those listening i imagine it so you've made it sound very simple i'm sure behind the scenes to get to this this stage in amy's journey it must be a little bit more complicated than that but i'd be interested to know then now that you have kind of simplified the process as you say garbage in garbage out so you get the first bit right stitched together outputs work reporting integration i understand so what are then the most pressing issues that multinational organizations are faced with when considering either global payroll vendors or, or or even just knowing how to how to get from a to b making sure their global payroll process is accurate is on time particularly if you're coming from an hr background or a non-payroll background and you've suddenly taken ownership of a global payroll operation that falls under your remit and you don't know where to start what are some of the challenges and issues they need to be considering see there is a very standard set of challenge when it comes to managing global payroll across so many countries and stuff like that right and that's what led to a solution like what we built yeah. right those five six challenges number one spaghetti of systems and excel sheets and manual intervention so everybody's dream like either in business or anywhere is to have a single technology across their entire scope of countries having said that everybody realized it's difficult and complicated because each country is different the compliances are different the rules yeah. are different systems are different right so first number one it was a spaghetti and hence they were unsure about employee experience employee getting paid on time and the third important aspect is compliance right are we doing the right thing as per the law of the land right and that's a non negotiable topic for all global fortune customers Correct. yeah right sure and you can see world over people get organizations getting slapped huge amount of fines and all of that right so first is they were wanting a technology which could run like any other you know finance systems or hr systems or supply chain or material management whatever they could have a single technology now they were dreaming of a technology like that minimalistic systems while there could be hris there could be time systems there could be say expense system but they were looking at a minimalistic system single payroll system fully integrated i mean again if there are manual intervention that would cause problem number two challenge was compliance right huge challenge around compliance so many countries so many different compliances and the other part of this compliance aspect is changing laws of the land right are they up to date you were up to date till last year are we up to date currently is the system up to date right are we doing the right filing do we have proof of the filing so the compliance was the second big challenge the third challenge was employee experience are my large countries like the us and germany largely populated countries are they getting the same employee experience because if you ask me as a chro for me every employee is equal right the one employee in africa 
should have the same experience as my thousands yeah. of employees sitting in the US, right? Are they getting great employee experience? So that's the third aspect to this. Fourth aspect around reporting. Am I getting real-time visibility into what's happening? So these are some of the broad level challenges that every global organization is facing. Technology, fully integrated, compliance, employee experience, reporting, real-time dashboard. If it was for a single country, these were getting addressed. Yeah. Right. But if it compounds, if it's a set of country, now imagine they're full countries of operation. That could be 50, 60, 75 countries in some cases, varied workforce, manufacturing, and it's so and then look at the complexities of what industry you are in. It threw a different spoke, right? Manufacturing versus retail versus white collar, blue yeah. collar, having a integrated seamless technology solution was what they all dreamt of and these were the challenges in doing it right and even today lots of organizations are looking for someone to solve these challenges right and if you ask me these are the top four or five challenges that always all global corporations always had when it came to managing payroll across different countries. So are these are these the same challenges you refer to? I've read a couple of uh, very good Niamo blogs, and I will put a link in the show notes to the Niamo website so we can go and read these for yourselves. You talk a lot on the website about long tail challenges that the other payroll providers are sometimes reluctant to address, maybe due to geographical constraints, maybe complicated compliance, which you talked about, maybe low employee spread. You mentioned the one person in Africa, which might mean actually, you know, is this something we really want to put our resources into? So how have Niamo overcome some of those long tail challenges that you, that you refer to? See, actually, when we started doing, getting into this global payroll solution seven, eight years back, our first focus was on long tail, right? This was the biggest pain area that every global corporation has their yeah. big head what we call high account countries are getting managed well but the long tail the 10 c's and the five c's and the one employee yeah. and the yeah. 100 employee and that's where we started to build see for example if it's a long tail challenge you have to think differently it's not about doing things manually you had to have a technology right you had to have a technology-led solution to manage long tail right if it was say 500 employees across 30 countries right and if you have to have a seamless experience pay on time every time if you have to have robust compliance if you have to have a robust employee experience if you have to make sure that the your reporting and analytics you needed to have a platform that will run across these countries and that's when our thought process of creating the technology started our idea of creating the hyperloop we established ourselves as a leader in long tail Every organization that heard our story, saw our solution, believed that we were rightly poised for long tail. And once over the first three, four years, we established as a solution provider for long tail, then they started to take us up to the big head. They said, if 70% of my countries are covered using the solution, the remaining 30% can be covered by their solution. And hence, they have a single technology solution for their global payroll. So right. You identified the gap in the market, really, where the providers Absolutely. weren't looking at long tail, and you built out the other way around. You reverse engineered it because there was nobody that was doing it, right? Sure. And it was a walk in the park for me because nobody was claiming. Everybody wanted the thousands of employees in Germany, UK, and US, and nobody bothered about Middle East, Africa, APAC, LATAM, where there are fifties and hundreds and fives and ones employees. 
because it was difficult. Please understand, all of these long tail are very complex markets. Your LATAM, your Africa, your APAC, very, very complex markets when it terms comes to payroll, when it comes to compliance. Right. It must have been quite a risk, though. I'm just thinking about it commercially now. To go long tail first, you must have been doing that with the risk, the, a risk of hoping they would then give you the bigger employee payrolls later. But if that hadn't happened commercially, would that have been... Our a- breakthroughs have happened because of the same, right? You look at what has happened with an electric vehicle or a Netflix or an iPhone or whatever. Yeah. Every big thing that has happened in the world is because they have identified something that was non-existent. We well, I like really, it. I, I like the risk-taking here. I like the identification. Yeah, because if you're pretty confident there is a pain, there is a need. First, we have identified there is a need. Now, yeah. it's all about creating a solution for the need. And the solution will get refined. It won't get perfect the day one, but you had a near-to-perfect solution and then you refined it, right? And then it was easy from there to scale into and eat into the bigger market right so big ed market or big so we clearly identified a need we clearly knew no one was doing this i'm going a little bit off piece here anger but I'm, I'm, I'm keen just to understand it so i hope you don't mind but if we take ourselves right back then to when you identified that long-tailed challenge that's led niamo to its growth and, and, and exponential growth really to where you are now what, what was the moment where you realized there was a gap in the market for this, where you suddenly went, actually, there's a business here, not just a small business, but a business that's global, that we can grow, that we can scale, and let's do this. So where was that kind of, I guess, light bulb, light bulb. moment? The light bulb yeah. moment, right. Yeah, um, Nick, actually, uh, if you really knew us, we've been the founders, the five founders of the company, including me, have been in the HR outsourcing payroll sure. space for a long time, right? Yes. So we re- as we provided these services, we realized that more and more people and providers, and when I say uh, providers, both payroll and HR service providers, had a business case for the big head and the long tail was getting ignored. And the more and more we talked to the CHROs, they were saying that, look, there is 50 to 60% of our countries which have this long tail, but we are suffering. But they wanted a solution. There was nobody with a solution. So they went with a stitch solution. They kind of find a local provider. They had no control. Compliance was an issue. And the more and more we thought, we realized that, yes, if we are able to break this, we we will get uniquely positioned. We will have a clear run and there will be no competition, right? Because nobody was focusing. Nobody claimed that they were a long time. And that's when it started. The more, more and more we did this, the more and more... There was conviction that, yes, this is an area that everybody wants a solution. There is no one providing a solution. And we had to think differently. And what is that difference? It had to be a technology solution. It cannot be your mess for less. It cannot be a manual solution. It cannot be based on vendor-managed stitched solution. It cannot be an Excel sheet solution. Right. So I've got two questions so, for you. But based on the responses you've given me so far, I'm trying to listen with intent here and trying to pick up on some things that maybe my listeners are going to pick up on as well. So first thing is this. You talked a lot about uh, the automation of processes. It has to be great tech, you know, with uh, less manual chances of error. Uh, and it needs to be real time. We've talked a lot about. So something that is interesting to me is we've gone through a global pandemic where in just the UK alone, I think there were 64 different changes to legislation, to new legislation like furlough, which came in just the UK market alone, which, 
you know, that put a lot of UK pearl providers under stress. Now, if I put that on a global scale with furlough and different legislation coming out that's never been seen before, as a global provider, how did you react to that? How did you overcome the, the challenge of changing legislation in real time during Perfect. the pandemic? Brilliant. Okay. So please understand a global payroll product, global payroll is not bought for the tech stack. It's got for the functional layer. Okay. So we realized this very early. So the functional layer has to have more and more use cases in three dimensions. So the tech stack was available. Today's world, you have a very robust tech stack that you can build your platform on. People don't buy a payroll product for bells and whistles. People buy a payroll product for the functionality. Now, there are three aspects to this functionality. One is the country level, the scale, whether you have one employee, whether it works for 1,000 employees, 20,000 employees. Sure. And the third is the industry, manufacturing, retail, blah, blah, blah. And the fourth, aspect of this is the compliance aspect is the product up to date as of today so we split it from a miyamo standpoint we split the uh, the world into nine regions right latin america middle east africa north america and we created an army of chartered accountants legal people both in the country and in our delivery centers whose job was to keep the product up to date Right. So they used to do the two aspects. They used to create use cases from an industry specific. Sure. And the other aspect is to identify legislative changes. For example, you were bang on COVID two years, the amount of changes that happened in every yeah. country was mind blown. And these changes had to be identified. So there was a specialist team that identified these changes for each region and in each country. How do we implement it? What is it? Because every change can be implemented in multiple methods. It's like a sure. lawyer or an accountant reading the law, right? And how quickly should it be done, right? Should it be done in a quarter? And we had invested in this. So we have, not, we have created a product which is technology superior. But please understand, I keep talking about this to everybody. Payroll product is not about the bells and whistles. It's about the functional layer. So we have an army of team across the world, both in the country and in our centers, constantly creating these use cases that are industry specific. And number two, monitoring the compliances of each other country. What are the changes? What needs to be changed in our product? Test it and release it. So, so it's, that's a, bit, it's a bit like machine learning, but with but we're doing it with human capital. <laughs> Absolutely. But there are certain things, obviously, in some of these cases, there are certain aspects that we also have an AI and ML and it automates sure. and stuff yeah, like sure. that. Yeah. But for a compliance change, I mean, it, it's very impossible because we don't even know what's coming, right? I mean, somebody has to read it, understand yeah, it, and yeah. check it, create It's the it comprehension the piece that, that you need, yeah. isn't it? Test it, make sure it is working, and then go live. Have you ever asked yourself, how can I recruit payroll staff effectively? Please don't give up on your recruitment project just yet. Here at JGA Payroll Recruitment, we appreciate the difficulties associated with attracting, recruiting and retaining top payroll talent. We also understand just how costly a poor payroll hire can be. JGA Recruitment are a niche payroll recruitment agency who will partner with you to resource payroll candidates who will improve both the accuracy and efficiency of your payroll department. Contact us today on 01727 800 377 or visit jgarecruitment.com to find out more.
So I uh, said so it was a two-part question. So you've answered the first bit, which is great. And that's given me much better understanding. It must have been a, a hectic time, but obviously a successful one because you're at the other side now and you continue to scale. The second point, maybe slightly more controversial, Anger, but it comes to mind because we talked a lot here about the automation of processes. We're seeing, particularly since the pandemic, a huge influx on businesses wanting to take the leap into RPA, so robotic process automation. They want to bring more AI into their business. We're seeing those components really infiltrate the payroll process now, whether you have it in-house or whether you outsource it or you have these vital, whatever it might be. What do you think the role is of the payroll professional as we know it now in the future, do you think many of the payroll positions for those that are still running in-house operations may well find that their role either changes to to stay in, in line with tech? Do you think it will ultimately no yes. longer exist? It or will, how do you see it that will role evolve, Nick, uh, to being a operational role into a strategic role, into a technology role, into a change management role, into a compliance role. In my opinion. Uh, with new providers like Niamo looking at payroll as a fully tech solution. In my opinion, in the next three, four years, the payroll professional job would become more of a specialist, subject matter expert, adapting to technology, change management kind of role, rather than doing pure payroll operation. The mundane, the number crunching, all of that will go away. It will become a very evolved role. And if I have to have one piece of input for all these payroll professionals today, I think they should start investing towards that. And your role will change from being this cutoff 25th last week rush, validating Excel sheet, spreadsheet, into a very, very sophisticated role in the future. And the future is not really 10 years from now. I'm talking three, four years from now. Do do you think alongside that, Ben, we're also going to see a shift in people's attitudes towards payroll? Do you think the profile of payroll will... The shift has started. If if you ask me, the shift has started. Yeah, I would agree with you. Right now, already started, right? Right now, payroll professionals are seeing more and more themselves as a solution provider, as a change agent. They're not looking at... Uh, at them, you know, processing salary. Right? That's yeah. a, uh, so, so the change is start, started. The payroll as an industry is evolving. It's evolving more as a technology solution. So the change is started, right? And it's going to pick up more momentum as we go along. And as I said, in the next three, four years, it will be a much evolved, it will be talked in toe-to-toe with some of the most evolved transformations that happens from a services side, be it HR transformation, finance transformation. Well, I'll have to, uh, I'll have to bring you back to yeah. the show in four years, Rango. We'll, we'll, we'll look back. We'll look back. Well, absolutely. Yeah, I'll yeah. be more than eager, Nick. Uh, and then we will be talking very different things in four years. For I sure. Mean. Well, sticking to the now, how in your opinion then, we talked a little bit about the pandemic in terms of the future role and how that's impacted and then fast track some of the developments within payroll technology. But what other changes have you noticed in global organizations, sort of global payroll requirements if you like, post-pandemic? To have employment anywhere, right? That is the biggest shift that has happened, right? So organizations which were in four or five countries truly are in 50 countries today. Pay people in 50 different countries. Because the pandemic has made the world a level playing field. If I need software developers in Ukraine, I hired them sitting out of the US. If I need finance people in India. So... I don't have to come set up office, all of that is gone. So the biggest change the pandemic is bought is every company has gone global, which is good for us. That means every company today has a need for a provider like Niyama. Yeah, okay, that that works. Well, let me me ask you a a question in a slightly different way. 
bearing in that that's not what you've just said to me there isn't groundbreaking we've seen that happen across the field most providers i could bring on they would say we've changed we now you can recruit across global boundaries and and, and the world of the world of pay or the world of business has changed post pandemic which is great we're now utilizing video calls and everyone's working from home and so on and so forth so number one two-part question how is niamo's payroll solution positioned to address some of the newer challenges we're now faced with, such as the things you mentioned there about the way that we are now hiring across borders and so on. And what are some of Niamo's biggest differentiators then in the global payroll industry? How are you different to what other providers are doing? Because presumably, and I may be incorrect in, do correct me if I'm wrong, but presumably other suppliers and vendors and, and solution companies out there would have spotted the same opportunities and the same challenges as Niamo, and they would also be trying to create solutions. So what what are your main differentiators? Actually, we we saw this seven years back. We didn't see it today, right? Our yeah. long tail was exactly this. Okay. What is happening today is the long tail that happened seven years back. Nobody saw an opportunity in a long tail. We saw it seven eight years back. We created a, a world class solution, and today it is helping because this anywhere everywhere working is all about long tail. Having five employees in Ukraine, four in uh, India, three in Russia, uh, five in Poland. We foresee this happening seven years back and our solution was ready to address it. And all we needed to do is just tell people, oh, this is not new for us. This was seven years back. So the solution is ready. We've already <laughs> deployed this for all the customers, except today, every company has a long tail. Before, only the large corporations had it. Now, everybody has a long tail. In fact, there are companies which only tail, right? There are in 20 countries with only five to 10 employees, right? So we were ready for it. We realized it was a technology. Now, our competition is building technology to address it. We built technology seven, year, seven years back to address it. Now, our competition believes that the only way to address this newer, evolved market was to build a technology solution and they're building pieces. In that case, if you're ahead by seven years, just using that example, what are you working on now? What's the thing that's exciting you? What, what are we going to see next? What, what we are working on now is what I told you in the beginning of the, the meeting. We are working on the straight through processing. We want to take payroll real time. We are about 80% there, 20% in the next 18 to 24 months. 18 to 24 months later, when I do a podcast to you, I will tell you that an employee himself or herself can run his or her payroll. We are creating in fulfilling that hyperloop, which will take it to real time. Right. Well, we live in a world of real time. We have, you know, instant streaming, Netflix, Uber, oh, whatever true. it is. You know, we can, we can, we're used to an instant mentality. So I'll be keen to see how that develops. So if I'm a global payroll professional listening to this at the moment, and I'm going to take it slightly back to the basics of global payroll here. So you bear with me if you will. But I'm aware that you've mentioned it as well. Non-compliance when it comes to global payroll can really lead to some significant fines or penalties, right? And we know it can really hamper business operations if we get that wrong. Now, I know that a lot of um, success when it comes to global payroll is formed around the ability to create robust control frameworks for global payroll compliance. So if I'm just a global payroll professional listening to this at the minute, and I want to, I'm not quite sure where to get started when it comes to creating my own control framework, I want to make sure I've got the most efficient payroll process I can have for the accuracy and delivery of my payrolls each month, each day, whenever it might be. What advice would you give to help someone to make sure that robustness, those control frameworks are, are fit for purpose? The biggest advice I would give them is to use Niamo. That's the number <laughs> of course. One. Yeah, if we'll take that don't one. Use, Yeah, <laughs> if they don't use Niamo, I think uh, they have to invest in a platform or a technology that builds it for them. See, building a framework 
So, for example, our compliance framework is built on a technology. It's not built on piece of paper. It's not. So, if we have to create and maintain, you should have an intuitive compliance framework that is technology driven that will create the repository of all compliances for every country. Uh, remind you of the from time to time on the compliances you need to file. If there are changes to compliances, the technology gets updated and is real time. So, in my opinion, Nick, we are living in an era where building a framework means creating a technology solution. Okay. Right? So you have to invest in a technology or adopt an existing technology that is purpose perfect and then create the framework, right? For example, our compliance tool that supports our payroll solution comes with preloaded with every country's compliance and we monitor the compliance and change it as per comes with the compliance, comes with the frequency, it can store receipts of the compliance filing and stuff like that right so if you ask me either an organization or anybody needs to invest in a technology framework especially for compliance to stay compliant and relevant otherwise it is in an individual's mind and if he or she decides to leave the organization they run into a much larger risk Fine. No, that makes sense. Well, we've talked a lot about technology, but I'm going to maybe catch off guard a little bit with this one, Ranga. But I think it's a real, um, I was really excited to read this about Niamo. Bringing it back to the employee experience, I found it really interesting to discover that Niamo is a 100% employee owned organization and you offer opportunities to your own employees to be granted an ownership stake. And I would say that's quite revolutionary in the world. I mean, I know we are, there are other businesses that do something similar, but not many in the world of, of payroll in particular. I think. You know, you're very, very um, inclusive as a business as well. And you've made your HR processes and the HR solutions you provide are very inclusive as well. I think these two things are hot on uh, people's agendas at the moment, people agendas, and rightly so. But I would love to know the strategy, the vision behind that decision and some of the impact it's had on your own employees and your retention and, I guess, the overall employee experience of working for a business like Niamo. Absolutely. When we started, we have two basic principles. We we believe that our customers and employees are our investors, right? So in, in, in true sense, the customer invests in trusting Niamo and the employee invests by creating the solution. So from day one, we realized that we had to be an employee-owned company to be very successful. And hence, we created this massive pool of employee stock options that most of our employees have and they are part of this journey, right? So they don't feel like they're working for someone. They yeah. feel like they're creating their own organization. And that's been our principle when we started Niamo. And we ownership is not about somebody owning stake and somebody delivering it. The ownership is about we're in it together and we will build this organization together, right? Yeah, I love that's, that. That's the, that's the logic of creating this employee-owned company. And that's the logic of so many hundreds of people owning ESOPs, that means they own a piece of this organization. That means every success and failure is owned by them and they will make it happen. And that's been the philosophy uh, behind the founding team and we have stuck to our philosophy. Well, I think it's brilliant. So this is a genuine hats off kudos moment for me to say I, I'm a big fan of that kind of uh, philosophy. And I, I hope that uh, it brings you the retention and the, the vested interest in providing excellent levels of service that you could be doing to help you scale as you go forward. So really exciting. Last question uh, for me before we open the vault, Ranga, is one which um, you probably answered a little bit during the course of the show already. But if you could predict what the future of payroll looked like you said four years earlier, five is in my question here. So say four or five years from now, what would you say? 
I would say the same thing again. I think payroll will evolve to be real time across countries. Payroll will evolve to be a self-service kind of thing where like your app, employees will have their own ability to run payroll. And, and I think it will reach that sooner or later. Employee experience will improve. Organizations will start looking at payroll as a very transformative function. Uh, yeah. Today, it's looking at a very transactional function. Compliances will adapt. So what did not happen in the last 50, 60 years, it will grow to be a sophisticated function and a very transformative one and a very technology-led one. I think these are some of the top four or five things that will happen to payroll as a function in the next four or five years. So, so many uh, countries, many companies struggling to attract global payroll talent at the grassroots level, people not considering payroll as a career choice when they leave school, when they leave university. I would argue and probably in agreement with you here that now is probably the best time to be coming into well, the industry of payroll. In fact, uh, we, are, we are tying up with some of the universities to start global payroll as a course as part of their curriculum, because we believe the time has come for it to be identified as an industry. Uh, there has to be enough investment done uh, at an education level for people to have a passion like to become a doctor, engineer, chartered accountant, whatever. They should have a passion to become a payroll professional. And I believe that we as an organization are doing what it all it takes to excite people to take payroll as a career. Good, good. Well, I'm hugely excited by the future on that regard as well. But so we're going to open the vault. So three short, sharp questions for you, Ranga, before we close the show. Entering the vault. One piece of advice you would give to someone working in payroll right now. As I spoke about, that payroll is getting changed. Please evolve yourself to the change that is coming. Yeah, the things will change in the next three, four years. Please make sure that you evolve yourself. If you had the power of foresight and you could change the entire payroll industry with one action or one improvement, what would that action or improvement be? I'll, I'll make sure all of them sign contracts with Niamh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the change, I, I don't think I, I'll have the power to do it, but I think the change will come over time. I think you need to wait. There are lots of changes needed, including looking at transformative solution and stuff like that. So I think it's important that you stay relevant and look at what are the needs of the company and change accordingly. I have a feeling a lot of organizations today are of the idea that if the payroll is not broken, don't fix it. Sure. Right. Sure. That mind shift has to change. Right. You have to take your payroll into the next big transformative thing. And today, large corporations don't do that. They wait for it to get broken to fix it. Perfect. And last, this one's a bit of fun for you, Ranga. So here we go. Payroll was a song or a movie. What song or movie would it be and why? Top Gun. Top Gun. Yeah, you're not the first to say that. Oh, they go on. Tell me why. Why Top Gun? I mean, apart I, that's a great movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think uh, the, the word itself sounded Top Gun. I mean, payroll for a lot of people is Top Gun. I mean, employee, it drives a lot of people to come to work. It's the reason that employees work. So I believe uh, I'm going with the trend right now. It's a, it's, it's making a billion dollar. I mean, 
Yeah. Why not? Top billion dollar, right? Yeah. You're right on trend again. That's what we like to see. Well, listen, Manga, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the Pale Podcast today. Of course, if people are interested in finding out more about Niamo, there will be a link in the show notes to take you straight to their website, or you can go straight away. It's niamo.com, N-W-Y-A-M-O.com. There will also be a number of links on there where you can go to various resources. They've got a fantastic blog. You can go and navigate the site. There's so much you can take away. Whether or not you decide to go with Niamo is completely up to you, but it's worth going to the site regardless just to take advantage of some of the fantastic resources they do offer you in the world of global payroll. So do take a look at that. And as I mentioned, those links will be in the show notes. So you don't have to go and find it or type it into Google, click through to the show notes. You can go straight through to their website straight away. And of course, if you are a payroll leader listening to this podcast, and you need support with a global payroll related vacancy. We do support payroll hiring across Europe and into the US as well. So we can support you. Please do get in touch with either myself or any of my amazing team at jgarecruitment.com. And again, a link to that will also be in the show notes. So just leaves me to say again, a huge thank you to Ranga for joining me today on the Payroll Podcast. I look forward to bringing you the next episode real soon. Many thanks. All right. Thanks, Nick. Cheers. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for tuning into the Payroll Podcast with Nick Day of JGA Recruitment. If you need help with a current payroll vacancy, then please get in touch with Nick and his team. All contact details can be found in the episode notes. In the meantime, to make sure you never miss a future episode, please subscribe to the show through any of your favorite podcast channels. Till next time.